since I was on you guys' show, tell me what has been going on. Anything new? My wife and I, we have a newborn. Now we have a son and a daughter. She's two weeks old today. So that's really what's new going on in the household. Congratulations. All right there. Thank you. Oh, new for me, uh, 2021, I decided to uh, take my music career and, and learn it a little further. I just joined, well, started at Full Sail University for a degree in music music production. Oh, really? So how long is that program? Uh, it's 29 months. Something here. Hey, hey, welcome to What's Your I Can. Realize your I can and purpose, business, and family. Each week, we deliver the best kept secrets, strategies, and tips as a parent, purpose chaser, and entrepreneur. Now here's your host, Christy Angeli. Oh my goodness, you guys. I am so glad to be able to be with you all on this Friday, January the 22nd. It has been an amazing week you guys, from MLK all the way to the inauguration and then the personal invite that I received to inauguration that happened on Thursday evening. It, this week has been a blast. I don't know about you and what you all have been celebrating and, and how you all feel about this week. But I stated a couple of times and I declared a couple of times that God is changing our scenery. He's changing your scenery. And just take a look at what's going on around. Some of you may be looking at the bad that's going on. But be opt optimistic. I see the good that is going on. I see the scenery being changed for the better. I see, I see how when people try to oppress and stop change, that purpose cannot be stopped regardless of who tries and who think they have the authority to, to stop purpose purpose cannot be stopped because it was already spoken in the beginning before the world was even formed your assignment was already spoken who you were and who you were meant to be in this earth was already spoken and so no matter who tries to stop it no matter what people say no matter who tries to block they cannot block purpose the only way purpose will not come forth through you is if you yourself limit what is you're able to do and guess what we can do anything we have proven that with the vice president then we've also proven that with the inauguration of the president who has to be who has happened to be the first 78 year old to be sworn into office history been made and then the vice president look at her she's a female not only is she a female she's an african-american and and asian female so and then also look at amanda gomer who was able to present a poem that's the first time ever you know, she represented everyone who doubted themselves and who felt like they were being blocked. And it was a great representation. And so I'm so grateful. I'm so excited to be able to share this particular podcast with you because not only was that greatness being made, but Dr. Martin Luther King stated that he had a dream. He had a dream that, you know, every black boy and every black girl can be somebody they can be great they can leave their mark in the world in a positive manner and guess what we have two african-american men on this podcast 
that sharing with us how they are defying the odds, how they are defying what the world and what they have been stereotyped and what the world is programming them to be. And they are educated. They are entrepreneurs. They are partners in crime, not literally in crime, but partners. So I am so grateful to be able to introduce to you guys and share with you guys my special guest, Ken Turner, uh, known as KT and Antoine, known as Guala Meets World. You guys, you're going to love this show. Go ahead and get your girlfriends, go get your guy friends and let them know that what's your I can is having a, an explosive conversation with two powerful young men african-american young men who is defying what the stereotypical uh role is for african young african-american young men stay tuned you guys enjoy this upcoming beats by tonio taylor beats by taylor made we'll be right back you guys that was hot new music by Taylor made productions out of New Jersey you can find them on social media Antonio Taylor you can look up Antonio Taylor of Taylor made productions on Facebook 
Listen, you guys, again, we are on the move. We are on the move. I am so excited to announce that on Fridays, we will be going live. Okay, you guys, we will be doing our podcast live on Friday nights. And you can find us on, on um, actually on YouTube. We're, we're going to be going live via YouTube. You can find that. Um, you can subscribe to us from you on YouTube. What's your I can? You can plug that into the search engine box, or you can go onto my page, Christy Angeli, or What's Your I Can um, page, and find this information. This will be also placed in the show notes. So for the correct plug-in. Now, let's listen to my conversation with the fourteen oh nine podcast. Crew is what I call them. Ken or KT and Guala Meets World. So tell me, okay, I'm hearing 1409, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, I was curious, what is 1409? Why those numbers? What does that represent for you guys? Uh, that's our lottery numbers. No, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, well, let me go ahead and write that down. <laughs> you know, Mega Millions eight sixty five or something tonight. If you're into that, go ahead and do that. But uh, yeah, uh, fourteen oh nine. That's the house we used to live in. It was like four or five of us in there, and at, at one point in time. So we had some good memories in that in that residence. So that's the number we used, the address number. We used that for the podcast name because it was supposed to be a few more of us from that house on the podcast. We just trying to uh, basically create those vibes, you know, and share with the world. I love that. Four or five of you guys living in one home. Tell me about that. It was a three bedroom, so it was more, no more than three at a time. But uh, mm -hmm. we were, some of us were in and out of there. We had other things to do, you know what I'm saying? So one person come out, another one come in. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't more than three at a time up in there. Oh, okay. So you guys just kind of uh, keep representing that saying, I, I understand that, keep that vibe alive or whatever. Get so, rent. Yeah. <laughs> rent, food. Yeah. <laughs> like, or did you guys uh, have to, did you guys buy your own food or did you guys kind of put it like in a, a pool to where, okay, we we're buying like, this for the. Yeah, you just bought stuff for the house. Yeah, you just buy it, you buy it for the house. Oh, okay. So but how. You put it in your room then. It's, yeah. <laughs> Off limits without asking, unless you gotta, you gotta ask if it's in the room. Oh, wow. Like, what are some of the things that you would put in your room that was off limits? Tell me. It'd be like some exclusive snacks or some the bootleg snacks, the year 2020 <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Um, it'd be like that something we don't want to share. What was your favorite thing to put in the room that you didn't want to share? Probably chocolate. You was holding out on the chocolate room? Uh, Y'all didn't know about the chocolate. You was holding out on the chocolate. <laughs> That's, oh my goodness. My, I hold dearly is my chocolate. I'm talking about the real <laughs> chocolate. I ain't talking about no Snickers. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Oh my goodness. So I have on the show with me Ken and Antoine. And he goes by the name, they go by the name of KT and Guala Meets World. Tell me about Guala Meets World. Uh, Guala Meets World is my stage name. You know, my persona uh, is with me doing my artistry and my music. Um, how I got that name, it's been like, I had like several names that I tried, but uh, I started calling myself like Guala. And then, you know, with me, you gotta try to be different. You don't wanna, you wanna set yourself apart and stand out. The first project that I brought to the world was called Boy Meets World. Okay. And I thought it'd be cool if I just called myself Guala Meets World because I feel like every time I'm sharing my music or just, you know, sharing my content, it's like a chance for me to meet the world again. I introduce mm -hmm. myself to the world again. 
So it was just like an add on to the name. I'm like Guala Meets World. And it has set myself apart from all of it. What's Guala? What is that? Oh, Guala is like a another name for money. The okay. loot. <laughs> okay, cool. So and what about you? Your name is Ken, but you call yourself KT. Why is that? Why KT? Why just those? That's my initials, Ken Turner. So mm-hmm. I just shortened it. Yeah, people re- used to mess up my name when I used to go by my whole first name. It's Kenrick, K-E-N-R-I-C-K, but people were calling me Kendrick. So mm-hmm. I, I went by, I'm named after my dad, so they call him Ken too. So I had everybody call me Ken, but for the podcast, I just go by KT. You know, it's like a stage name or whatever. So you guys are in, that. yes. So you guys are in partnership together, right? And so where did this start? How long have you guys been together and what caused you to... um formulate or start this partnership um we actually knew each other since like 2011 2012 but we mm-hmm. went into business with each other what 2019 2019 originally or oh, yeah 2019 yep, so we started one llc we uh we're still working on that it's gonna be like some ride share things going on and then we got the gemini media that's what the podcast is under the music is under so mm-hmm. you want to touch on that a little bit guala um uh, yeah man uh like kt said we met like 2011 2012 just uh we had a good friendship more of a brotherhood i wouldn't classify it as a friendship i feel like we brothers and uh just you know what I'm saying always learning from each other sharing with each other and uh just had ideas and uh kt is the type of person like you ain't gonna be able to talk about what you want to do around him for so long you know what i'm saying he, he's gonna really push you and that that was just a way for us to keep pushing each other you know why not we talk about llcs and talk about making our businesses so why not you know um we know what type of friendship we have or what type of a bond we have so we just want to keep building with that and make money mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly so th- there there are some things that when you are forming a partnership okay besides you guys um long-term friendship what are some other things that uh, I, know, I know you said about kt's ability to push you to make things happen what are some other things that you hold dear or when you're looking into partnering with someone else let's say you guys want to have a third party and what are some things that you are looking for when starting a relationship a partnership with someone else they got to have that hunger first and foremost, because, you know, with the podcast, we're recording three times a week. And if they ain't trying to be a part of doing this almost every day, or if not every day, something involved with Gemini Media, then we don't need them. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I think for me, it's more so, like KT said, the hunger. You definitely got to have the hunger. And uh, we want to see your passion. Like, we want to see your passion and whatever you do, like with me and music. A lot of times working with different artists, you know, it's like it's kind of almost like they're doing it just because it's it's a fun thing to do. And right. I don't I don't see their passion. Like I want to see your passion in something because if you're hungry and passionate about something, you won't let anything stop you from, you know what I'm saying, making that happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's one thing we do look forward to is the hunger and the passion. Do you guys have that same energy? But are there some differences that you guys have as partners that you guys have to work at the same token that you may be more passionate in, but like KT may be more passionate in one area than you are, um, Guala. Have you guys found any of those issues and how do you guys work those out? Um, I wouldn't really say we have those issues, but if it's something that that he's more like uh, educated on or know more about, 
Um, it just take the time to teach each other and vice versa. If it's something that I know, you know, and I feel like it'll help the business, I can teach them that skill too. So I don't feel like it's, I, I feel like our passion level and the hunger level is the same, you know, and we have like a good understanding. Like he said, he just added a, a new addition to his household. So I understand, you know, he's a family man first. Mm -hmm. So we try, we try to, you know, like, like a partnership, you know, we try to both put in the same amount of energy mm -hmm. and just help, help each other out. Yes. Yeah, so awesome. Like emails. I, I have more like familiarization as far as sending like business emails. So I really like take the lane on that. And as far as interviews, he's more savvy with the interviewing the musicians and the artists. And then you'll find me taking the lead more on the interviews with uh, some of the business owners we have on the podcast on 149 podcast. So it's like the balance is balance. We balance each other out with the business aspect. Mm -hmm. thing. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit more with the uh, the business, because of course the podcast, my show is what's your, I can in, in, purpose, business, and family. And let's talk about the family part because you brought up that you have a new addition to your family. And how is that being a father and trying to balance everything out? What are, what are your, you, do you have crazy hours? Do you get up at 4 a.m. like I do? My children are grown. I have a 13, one just turned 13 yesterday and a 14 year old. But so how, how are you balancing podcasting with being a father with being uh, a significant other. Yeah, so recording at 9 p.m. Central Time, that's one of the main motivations behind that record time is mm -hmm. there's a better chance of the kids being settled in, tucked in, you know what I'm saying? So that's why we, we chose that time amongst any other times because it's more beneficial on my end. And also time management is something. So, you know, got to edit. Still got to edit. Yeah. Still got to take care of kids change diapers but you just have to balance everything out but we definitely record later for that purpose alone right there okay oh uh, tell me about you guala are, are, is there anyone in your life that you're having to balance your time with how is that working for you oh um, yes yeah, i'm getting your I... business in case you guys <laughs> you ladies want to know we're trying to figure out who's single who not okay february <laughs> coming up oh <laughs> uh, something that's fairly new uh, with me i do have to uh balance my time you know I try to I don't want anyone to feel like they're being neglected so you know I definitely have to give my lady her time you know what I'm saying so and still like make time for music along with school like this year is almost been overwhelming in the beginning because mm -hmm. it's so much you know so but I just try to find a good balance and what does a good balance look like to you Guala? Um, a good balance week for me, uh, let's say I, I work a regular eight to five. So, you know, um, I get off five, I'm home by 530. I might take a hour to decompress, you know, just get my mind ready. Mm -hmm. and then I might take uh, an hour and a half to, you know, look over my schoolwork. So that by, by that time it's seven. 7.30, 7, 7.30, I might come in the studio, see what kind of music that I'm working on, you know, mix some stuff, probably start a beat. And then, you know, I try to do my schoolwork for another hour. I do that for an hour, so about eight. Then like, 
about 9 30 i'm winding down for nights that we have the podcast we get on at 10 so about 9 30 9 45 i'm hopping on for the podcast and then when i get off there you know i make my phone calls do what i do <laughs> you know what i'm saying and balance time there but um on days that we don't record it's it's a little bit more you know i have a little bit more time on the end so you know balance work on music more or just put that QT in. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard any complaints from your um, significant other about your schedule? And so are, are these adjustments that you're making because of those or just because you're you're looking ahead of time and you see things that potential problems in your problem solver? So which, which end of the um, spectrum scale are you guys on? Well, I still get complaints like after the episode, after I'm done recording, I do like we like talk with the guests or something after the show for like X amount of time. So yeah. sometimes I get complaints about that. Like, yeah, I see like a text come across my computer screen. Like, can I get my feet rubbed? And then she'll see my eyes. So I, like, <laughs> that's I know it's time to wrap it up right there. <laughs> so, but I see something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, for me, uh, she's in the media too. So she's uh, pretty understanding. Um, but it is times where it's like, all right, you did this and that and that all week. So, you know, you just got to make it happen, you know. Do you do it with a smile or is there some type of, like, how does this work? I mean, because I'm with, I, listen, I'll be like, well, I mean, I understand you're having to find balance. You have to make sure that everybody is happy. Everybody is, you know, but there's going to be a sacrifice of something. Something is going to get, you know. Um, put on a back burner and so do you always do it especially when it's those matters that are really pressing when it's those you know you got to get this out at this time so is it always as peaceful and smooth of a transition or okay I understand where you're coming from or are there any types of like I wish you would understand me I wish you would understand what I'm trying to do and instead of uh of hounding me or not really just hounding nagging me whatever the case you want to say uh, I wish you would be more supportive so are you always doing it with a smile or is it like look <laughs> um yeah always with a smile my previous situations I would say okay. nah it, it was like more so like that like I need you to be more supportive like I need you to understand the vision I need you to understand what's going on but as of now, no, it's always, you know, mutual and you got, you got that understanding. So, you know, it has to be done. You just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. What about you, KT? Yeah, well, sometimes I get complaints about the time I record too, but I like, you'd rather me record at 7 p.m. against 9 p.m. or 5 p.m. So that that's understood right there where I record at 9. She so you know why I record at 9 because mm-hmm. of family situation right here so sometimes it's not done with a smile sometimes i got the sometimes you gotta let them know that it's a, this is just business at the end of the day like it's work too this is a mm-hmm. this is like our second job pretty much right here mm-hmm. so she support the dream so i just wanted to keep knowing keep remembering that she's supporting the the dream big awesome. picture not not just yeah. the small things yeah mm-hmm. i think that's a very uh, you know um valuable lessons or tools to use for anybody who's trying to you know um, balance home life with work life and then not allowing your your work life 
to be mixed into your home life and how hard that can be, especially now during COVID when everybody is seemingly right now working from home. You don't have that space to go and actually, um, that driving distance to blow off steam, to think about things because you're right there 24 seven and it's kind of uh, of a always in your face type of ordeal. Um, Guala, you mentioned that you work at eight to five. So that does that kind of help with the with balancing things out for you? Um, actually, it, it makes it a little bit harder because, okay. you know, um, it's my livelihood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My nine to five is, is mainly how, you know, I make things happen. So that has to, you know, that has to be done. But if I could just have a little bit more time in between, you know, it would make it, would make it easier to balance out stuff. Because, you know, sometimes you do find yourself, like, overwhelmed. Like, mm -hmm. I know, like, some weekends, I just want to, like, relax. Like, I don't want to do nothing because I felt like I may have had a long week. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it doesn't it doesn't make it easier, but as someone said, uh, everybody makes time for things that they want. So mm -hmm. you just gotta be motivated. Like we said, you gotta have that hunger and that passion and know like sometimes you're gonna have late nights and early mornings. Mm -hmm. Awesome, yeah, we it, it's definitely something that you have to keep in mind. Uh, just if this is something that you're wanting to do, be committed to it. You gotta figure it out. You gotta learn how to uh, readjust your schedule, be flexible. Those are some things that I'm really having. Well, I've learned that alone. I'm, I think I'm more, if somebody asked me my superhero powers, I would be elastic girl. I would be, the ability to be flexible would be my um, power because I'm that type of person that situations comes up, learning how to adjust to the situations so that you won't bend and you, well, you, you can bend, but you won't break under the pressure. You won't mm. break when things begin to stretch you um, to what you feel as if you're maximum. If you're learning how to be flexible and learning how to uh, readjust when needed. And it starts with the mindset. It starts with your mind and looking at the situation, um, from every angle possible and not going in with a limited uh, point of view on, well, this is how I want things to go, regardless of what you say, how you feel, what the children are wanting. We got this podcast. We got this we're trying to do. We got the music we're trying to take out, um, music I'm trying to do. So if you're going in it with a with a broader mindset, you could find more room for flexibility. And, and then the overwhelmed feelings would be uh, more limited. It would be less, in other words, it'll be less. So uh, those are some things that I've learned, like some things that, what are some things that you guys have learned as a, as starting your, you know, coming into partnership and 1409 podcasting and you've been a, a artist, what are some things that you have learned um, throughout your career? Oh, I think some nuggets. <laughs> The number one thing I learned is uh, the thing that you're most uncomfortable with doing are the things that you need to be doing. Mm, um, that's good. I feel like if you uh, if you kind of get too comfortable, then you know what I'm saying you your progress to kind of get like stagnant. I don't I don't want to say stagnant, but like you gotta be willing to step outside of out of the norm. You know, if you want to see progress and want to continue to grow. So that's the number one thing I've learned. Whether it's like me doing a certain song that I may have, you know, wouldn't have done or me working with an artist that 
it's uncomfortable for me to work with things like that. What about you, KT? What has been some valuable nuggets? Hey, one of the first ones is don't don't wait on nobody for your time to shine. Just get out there and do it. Like we was waiting on others to start the podcast first and mm, foremost, but okay. we finally decided to get out there and do that. July seventh, I believe. July sixth, July seventh. You gotta get out there and do it. Don't don't worry about what other people think about you either. Just get out there and do what makes you happy, especially in the creative space. Somebody's gonna like it. Somebody's not gonna like it. So. You just have to deal with that. But mm-hmm. in our opinion, I feel like more people like it than, than not liking it, I should say. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, and also do your research. Make sure, make sure you're talking yes. about facts on your show. Don't make sure you fact check what you're saying. Make sure it's not just fake news, everything like that. Cause it's it's always some fake news circulating around here. So make sure you have the facts if you have it, if you have that type of platform. Make sure you do your research on your guests when you bring them on too. Mm-hmm. So you can like ask them certain questions that's more catered to them you know what i'm saying yes things like that awesome and that's something that i did admire when i was on your show uh even the your trivia questions that you guys had or your Mm -hmm. moment to reflect or whatever that segment was uh the information that you were presenting i'm like okay these young men know something i'm all excited it's just something because when you're listening to um young men or men these days uh they're they're not talking about nothing yeah (laughs) y'all are they're not talking about anything you know i I hear a lot of people you know talk about uh lebron versus uh kobe and just you know they're so consumed with who what they're doing where life is passing them by you know Mm -hmm. and it's all a, a bunch of 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 I guess nothing to me, you know, because it, it, it isn't anything that going to stimulate my mind. It isn't anything that's going to help me to expand in my way of thinking or growing. And so for you guys to pre- present your show in a way that is fun, is, you know, you're, you're giving other people opportunities to share who they are. And then you bring in like real facts, you bring your stuff to the show that makes me want to, you know, when I do log on and listen to you guys, I'm interested. I'm interested because I know it's not a bunch of crap. Can I say, I can't say crap. It's not a bunch of crap. (laughs) It's not a bunch of, you know, and so um, that makes me want to uh, follow and all those things. So I appreciate that. I admire that about you guys. So what have been some of the most tumultuous situations you have had to experience in pursuing your career? Mm. Go ahead and define it. Some um, some things that really have caused you to be in a in a turbulence, upside down things that really came to shake you, um, things that really uh, you probably experienced um, financial setbacks, probably experienced um, some things where relationships have been rocky. So, so, what have been some things that have really hit you hard? Mm. I'll say for me, uh, me first starting out, I was, when I first started to take the music serious, I felt like uh, my support system wasn't like how I would like it, you know, were from people that I was expecting support from. So it kind of like, uh, I don't know, it kind of, you know, it got to me a little bit. It kind of discouraged me, but, okay, you know, I... You can't let you can't let the bad outweigh the good. You know what I'm saying? My grandma always told me the good outweighs the bad. 
You know what I'm saying? If you have a hundred bad days and one good day, that one good day is gonna feel way better than those 100 bad days. So I just, you know what I'm saying? Roll with the good, took the support for what it was for people who was supporting and then just, you know, use that as fuel to keep going. But I think that was one of the things I had to deal with as far as like, I felt like I wasn't getting the support or people wasn't recognizing, you know what I'm saying? Your work or your cons, cause it's, it's, it's so much work that goes into like just putting out a song or just putting out any content, like what you doing this podcast or us doing the podcast. It's so much work behind the scenes that people don't see. And I feel like as creatives, we kind of just want to get acknowledgement for the process that we, we done. Not, not necessarily, Oh, we dropped the song or we put out another episode, but just the whole process, you know what I'm saying? Like we want to feel love from that. And I had a hard time dealing with that. Mm. And for me, I say I haven't had any financial hardships lately, but around 2016, late 2015, I had a lot of, of those financial hardships, but I was able to overcome that. So I would say live within your means. Don't try to live above your means. That's that's kind of what I was into, living above my means, like having unnecessary expenses. So try to avoid those unnecessary expenses. And then since we're talking about expenses, and we're creatives. With your creative space, go ahead and monetize that. Create a business for that, so you can allocate business expenses to that entity. You know what I'm saying? Get your LLC, get your business bank account, and make sure you have the proper tax things going on for that business. You know what I'm saying? Tax season is upon us, so make sure you got the right tax person on your team, and. Just make sure you don't you got all your ducks in a row. Exactly. So um, we have less than 10 minutes to go. So um, I want to take this conversation a little deeper and touch on you being black men in America. In America. What is that like? Mm. I'll start by what I see. What I see. Like you see a lot of black men getting killed by the police and everything. Mm. So you got you to keep in mind that it's not always safe for the black man as it is for the white man. And that's that goes for any man of color. We always, some people, so there's always a group of people, maybe the police, they always try to fit us in some type of stereotype. You know what I'm saying? Like you see us riding in a nice car and we're like extra young, they they, they want to question that. They want to look at you, give you the side eye and everything like that. So you just gotta, you just gotta be alerted to the BS, I should say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, for me growing up as coming up as a black man I, I wouldn't say it was the hardest i wouldn't say it was the easiest either but mm-hmm. i say i've had some success as a black man in america in my opinion mm-hmm. what about you guala how was it being black in america um a black male in america i mean like casey was saying the pressure is always on you know, just just from people putting stereotypes or just having an idea about you before they actually get to know you, you know what I'm saying? Understand you or have a conversation for you. You know, I think it's like almost human nature to judge a book by its cover. And uh, black men in America have just been, you know, put this an image has been placed on us, you know, no matter who you are, what you are, you, you already have an image that the world placed on you. And um it's, it's just hard 
trying to, you know, I guess being a black man, it's more hard. It's harder to try to live to be you, you know, mm -hmm. because people expect a certain thing from you or, you know what I'm saying? They already have an expectation of you, but you just got to really anchor into your morals and in your beliefs and just be the best you you can be. Mm. So uh, given that we're talking about black men in America and Martin Luther King, they just passed, what has inspired you most about his vision and how he pursued them? Well, if anything. What inspired me most is us having equal facilities, you know what I'm saying? We got equal water fountains now. See, I yes. went to the uh, Rosa Parks Museum in Montgomery, Alabama a few years back and mm -hmm. they showed like all type of segregation type things in the exhibits. So I feel like it was great that he want, he had a dream that everybody could be equal. We had black news channels, mm -hmm. like TV and things like that. Got black uh, got black platforms just as much as we have white black white platforms. You know yeah. I mean? so, um, I think for me, for Dr. King, is I was doing some research and um, I heard that before he was assassinated, he was uh, shifting his energy into a different fight. Not so much of uh, social equality, but uh, economic equality. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really respect that because although the social equality is appreciated and we need it, um, it's still a, a, you know, a big gap between the the, the equality and in, in the, excuse me, <laughs> the equality and the economics. You know, like mm -hmm. it's harder for black men or black people to start businesses. It's it's harder for them to get support. You know, it's it's harder for black people to buy houses. It's it's just so much harder. And I think by when I learned that he was shifting, still pushing for social equality, but also was going to push for economic equality. It made me respect his dream even more because he had a dream that we all could be equal on every level. So that's that's what's one thing that I that I really respect. I think the most because it's still a gap. Although we have kind of reached some of those, the like like KT said, the social equality. We can be in the same facilities, but you know, I want to be in the same tax brackets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So who has been some of your greatest influencer or your greatest, who has been a great influence in your life or an influencer that you may have? Oh, man. It's a lot of guests we had that has have influenced me lately. So I'm not even going, I'm not even going to get into guests. I'm going to get into <laughs> my sister. My sister is a big influence on yeah. me right now. We got a 10 year age difference and mm -hmm. I saw some of the right things she did when I was doing the wrong things and that that helped me learn that I need to be doing some of those things more correctly. So I'm going to go with my sister, Selena. All right. Shout out to Selena. Go ahead, hey, sis. Cousin, cousin. <laughs> um, I'll say for me, uh, my dad, but I didn't realize how much of an influence um, he was or he had until he actually passed away. Oh, wow. um, just mm -hmm. reflecting um, just because my dad was wasn't like you know he it was he didn't like show love like he's not going to say I, I love you you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. he does stuff like I put clothes on your back because I love you you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. you kind of feel his love through his actions and yeah. I didn't understand that until 
he passed away. And I think uh, just like reflecting on his life, it, it's, it's just like been a big influence on me because I want to do what he did. You know, he provided for us. I can remember my childhood, you know, not really needing for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It kind of got mostly everything I wanted, you know, so I just want to be that person for, for my family and, and for people that mean something to me. Awesome. Now, shout out to the dads who are making an impact in their children and their teens and their boys' life. Um, young men, like, shout out to the sisters who are making it happen for their siblings as well. Okay, so what can we expect to see from 1409 Podcast in the next six months? And then after that, you can go ahead and tell us, our, my listeners, our listeners, how we can find, um, uh, how can our listeners find you on social media or learn more about you? You can expect more episodes. We're going to hit episode 100 this year for sure. And more platforms. We're going to be on more platforms this year. More to come from 1409. Yeah. Expect, uh, we get, we're doing a giveaway too when we get to our 100th episode. So feel free to join in to be a part of this giveaway. Yes, I like giveaways. So where can our listeners find you? How can we find you? On Instagram, follow us at 1409 Podcast. Twitter, 1409 Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, 1409 Podcast. Facebook, 1409 Podcast. And you can follow my personal page, KT, on Instagram at 843 Ambassador. Uh, you can follow my personal page on IG at Guala Meets World. You can also check out my music on all the major streaming platforms. It's Guala Meets World. Awesome. What advice would you give others who desire to create a brand? This is our last question for the night. Don't second guess yourself. Mm. Yeah, I think we all felt that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So thank you guys so much. Well, I did have a trivia. I got time to do one trivia. So both of you guys have a question, all right? So what is, uh, let's see. Okay, this is to you, KT. How many full albums uh, does Antoine or Guala Meets World have? How many full albums? Mm-hmm. Does he have out? Mm-hmm. And three. Is he right, Guala? It's two, bro. Yeah. Two. You got Boy Meets World. Oh, you, oh, if you count that one, I wasn't counting it because it wasn't, um, it's not majorly distributed. So, okay, I got you. But yeah, three. I, you, you can say three. But. Okay, this is to you, um, Gualo. What was the first college that KT attended? Uh, Francis Marion University. Is he right? Yeah. You are right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on What's Your Eye Can. Make sure to follow on Spotify where you can listen on, support, and download us so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on wherever you are listening to WYIC or if you'd simply tell a friend about this podcast. That would help us out too. Remember, What's Your Eye Can? Realize your eye can in purpose, business, and family.